This is the Ignition Show. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to or welcome back to our podcast. My name is Chris Jansen, host of the Ignition Show, and our aim is to bring you a regular dose of ideas, insights and inspiration you can actually use in the pursuit of your full potential and ignite the flame within you to live your best and full life. In addition to bringing you in-depth conversations with amazing guests, every other week, I'm going to sit down in front of the microphone and share with you some of the most important lessons and nuggets of wisdom I've encountered from training more than 10,000 people over the last decade, and also from the thousands of hours of intimate one-on-one conversations I've had with my coaching clients. So grab a pen or simply sit back and take in today's message. Let it sink in and ask yourself, how does this show up in my life? How can I apply the points that resonate with me to my life today? And what would happen if I did? All right, let's go. Let's dive in. Let's move over to the coach's corner. So I feel like I've been coming out of a little bit of a winter's hibernation. It's the start of February now. And because of all the things that happened last year, which you may have heard about in previous episodes, I decided to take the month of January off of work. And really just allow it as a time to recharge, to reset myself and reset our family for what we really, really, really want to be doing and achieving and experiencing this year. As part of that month of not working, uh, I was tasked myself with cleaning out my home office. And there had been a lot of stuff that had been gathering clutter and gathering distractions over the last little while. And one of the areas I wanted to clean up was my bookshelf. I read a lot of books, some which I still love and use and reference on a regular basis, some that I dip into very once in a while, and some that I probably just don't need anymore, just aren't as relevant or as helpful. And as I peruse these books, of course, a lot of memories come back and I came across a lot of books for, books and quotable books from Jim Rohn. And if you don't know who Jim Rohn is in the world of personal development, I kind of consider him to be one of the grand the grandfathers or maybe the great uncles. Uh, just You can just go onto YouTube and, and Google Jim Rohn. Last name is R-O-H-N. He was an early mentor to many, 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 many people in the personal development and personal growth uh, space, including Tony Robbins often cites him as his original mentor. And Jim has this wonderful way uh, with words and storytelling. Uh, I feel like uh, he was the the great uncle that I never had and always wanted to kind of sit around the dinner table or the the living room and just listen to him tell because he could he can tell some beauties and uh, he also had lots of great quotes and some of the little booklets that I have are the quotes of Jim Rohn and so I was, I was kind of flipping through there and the one that always, that struck me and always strikes me when I hear it is the whole concept of we're always paying one of two prices we're paying the price of discipline or the price of regret. And we pay these in all aspects of our lives, in our career and our relationships and our health and our finances and our spiritual development. And quite simply, it, it kind of does what it says in the tin, that the, the price of discipline is really the price that you pay to stay on track, to do the little things that add up over time to great success or great fulfillment or some level of progress in your life in some way. It's those small micro decisions. It's the willingness to say no, the willingness to maybe make some sacrifices of your time, your attention, maybe your money, your heart, whatever the case may be. The price of regret, of course, on the other hand, is the regret of not doing those things that you know you want to be doing or should be doing in order to put yourself on the path to achieve and become what you ultimately want to become. 
And the topic of discipline is one that often comes up when I'm in workshops or coaching clients when really pushing them, really kind of pushing them to identify why haven't they made the changes they want to make or what's it going to take to make the changes that they want to make. And inevitably, someone will say that I just need to be more disciplined. And what always strikes me in that statement is not just what they say, but how they say it. There's always a sense of, of frustration with themselves or determination. But there's a, there definitely is a strong energy behind this thought and this desire to be more disciplined. It's kind of, here's what I'm saying right now. I want to smack my hands together as I'm being more disciplined. People don't say it in kind of a passive way. They say it in a way that you can really tell that there is something calling within them to really step up and own what they're after, to step up and really claim the behavior, the choices, the actions that they want to take. And maybe whether they consciously can think about it or not, maybe it's also because they know the flip side of that is the price of regret. The reason that they're frustrated or disappointed or even angry with themselves at times is they know that it's within their grasp. They know that it's very, very possible to do the thing that they want to do. And they'll be very regretful if they don't. So I'd like to turn the table and focus on you. We are now five weeks into this year, 2020. Where do you want to be more disciplined in your life? Where do you need to be more disciplined in your life? Where are you frustrated that you're not acting with more consistency, more commitment, more focus, or more intention? You know, we are five weeks into this year, and if it's related to something that you wanted to do at the start of the year, part of your plan for the year, or you're, you're kickstarting yourself or new goals for this year, and you haven't started yet, what is it going to take to get started? If not now, then when? If not yet, then how? What has to change for you to act with more discipline this year? And I'm willing to bet that if you are growth-minded, just even listening to that, you can immediately come up with one or two things or areas that you want to be more disciplined in than you have been already so far. There's no doubt that time flies. And it's a, perhaps a sobering thought and maybe a kickstarting thought. February 6th is 37 days into the year. That's 10% of the year is already gone. What would you do if you had that 10% back? If you could have 10% more time this year, 10% more time for connection this year, more finances this year, what would you do differently? And stop wasting time because sooner than you know it, we're going to be 20% of the year and then 25% and then halfway through this year. And if you're not able to immediately identify where you want to be more disciplined, here's four clues to look for. I believe one of the things you can, greatest skills you can develop is to catch yourself earlier than you have in the past of when you start to get a little derailed, you get a little distracted, and you get a little delusional on what it's going to take to achieve the success that you want. We've got to look for the warning signs. So here's four ways to look for warning signs that you might be a little off track. Number one is pay attention to your quiet yet persistent inner little voice that urges you to change something, that urges you to take some action, that urges you to maybe step up in a certain way in your life and take more bold action or inspired action or incessant action to move forward. What has that little voice been telling you so far this year? The second thing to listen for is to listen to the people around you, your family, your friends, your peers at work. Are they trying to tell you something? Are they dropping hints? Are they teasing you or ribbing you in some way for things that aren't happening so far? 
Are they calling you out? And especially if they're calling you out in a way that is uncomfortable for you, it makes you irritated or defensive or a little angry back at them. That's not about them. That's a sign that something needs to be woken up inside of you. So listen to those people around you. What are they telling you? And they may not be saying it directly to you. They may not be saying it directly to your face. They could be saying it in body language, how they're interacting with you or how they're not interacting with you. The third thing to look at is your physical environment. Look at your home, your bedroom, your office, your car. Look at your physical environment. What message are you getting around there? To what extent is there discipline that you see around you? To what extent is there sloppiness? And what extent will that lead to regret this year? The fourth thing to look for is notice how you feel at the end of the day. What is your predominant feeling at the end of the day? Is it exhaustion? Is it fatigue? Is it boredom? Is it sadness? Is it loneliness? Is it happiness? Is it joy? Is it fulfillment? Is it accomplishment? Is it excitement? Is it passion? Is it enthusiasm? Is it gratitude? Is it grace? Is it faith? What is the predominant, not one day, but predominantly so far this year? Notice, what's your predominant feeling been at the end of the day? And if that feeling doesn't really light you up and doesn't really fuel your soul to go out there and live your life to the fullest this year, what's the message that you need to pay attention to within that? Somewhere within any of those four, there are hints and clues as to where you need to be acting with more discipline or where you at great risk of experiencing heartbreaking regret this year. And coming back to Jim Rohn, as he said, remember that the daily discipline weighs mere ounces in the load of life, while lifelong regrets can feel as if they weigh tons. The sweat, the pain, the price of discipline and sacrifice is nothing compared to the pain and regret of inaction. So in order to make this year a year of discipline, don't worry about the year right now. Just start with a month. Make the next four weeks a month of discipline. And when you do that, there's no room for regret. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We always want you to get the most of the time you've invested here. So this show is only valuable if you apply what you learned. And most learning, as I mentioned, is generated from reflection. So we'd love to hear from you and your reflections on what you learned or found interesting please join our community and go to theignitionshow.com slash connect. That's theignitionshow.com slash connect. And let us know what struck you. And what was it that you heard today that you really needed to hear today? You can leave us an audio message or join our Facebook group and participate in the conversation there, where we'd love to hear your comments and follow-up questions. As always, if you like what you hear, Please subscribe to our show, rate the show, or leave a review on iTunes. It helps others find us and helps us get better. We read every single review and comment that comes through iTunes, Facebook, and our website and respond to as many people as we can. And lastly, remember, whatever you dream of, whatever you hope for, and secretly wish you had, you're closer than you think you are, you're meant to have it, and you absolutely deserve it. Until next time, I'm Chris Jansen, and this is the Ignition Show.